I guess we can start from like the beginning, beginning. Sure. Because. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time coming. It's, it has been. It has been. <laughs> um, I go by the name Quez. And I'm Angela. And this, this will most likely be our first episode. We've recorded before, but been a long time yeah <laughs> shenanigans out here yeah it's been a lot going on so welcome to the first episode of what the culture needs this is a where's the phone with angela in limited minds production yay and a collab <laughs> and um i'm excited about it me too i've i've been super excited for a long time to the point, like every time that we were supposed to record and didn't record, I just kept getting more blown because I'm like, "Oh man, this is not this is not how this is supposed to be right now." <laughs> Throwing stuff at the wall. <laughs> yeah, like what is going on? So I've had a lot of people ask, like, "When's the pod coming back? When Same. are you going to release another episode?" And then we put the thing out on the one on Instagram, oh, yeah. and then like nothing <laughs> since then. So I'm like, "Damn, like we look dumb as hell right we now." Out here teasing people for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so but it's been a lot going on i can say from my end it has been it's been a long month for me yeah probably one of the hardest months i've had in like some years for oh, real. No. yeah it's been a long long month my mom's birthday was yesterday um so it's always like a tough time just like Knowing that she's not here, yeah, this would be ten years. It this July be ten years that she's passed away. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So, and it's all it. It sucks because it's literally like, so my mom's birthday's in March, mine's is in June, and then her anniversary of her passing is ten days after my birthday. Oh. So it's like. It's yeah. always a weird transition, like when my birthday's approaching, because it's like I know what's right around the corner. Yeah. After that, I can imagine it's hard to celebrate that too. Like, yeah. On the one hand, you're happy, but yeah, you think about that too. Yeah, and it really hit me like this year, I guess, because she would have been 49 this year, and I'm turning 30 this year. Yeah. So I'm like, damn, it's a big man. milestone. Yeah, for sure. And I didn't even tell you like my phone that got stolen. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like every it literally was like a snowball of just like back to back, back to back stuff. Like first, like my phone got stolen by somebody in my complex. Trash. Then they returned it, but they broke it, so I couldn't even use my phone. So I was like without a phone for like close to a week. What's the point of stealing somebody's phone if you're gonna break it? Yeah, I guess because they couldn't access it because I had like the oh, like so they just got mad. Yeah. <laughs> And Did they put it like in front of your door? They literally left it at the door to the building. Stop it. And I had put a sign up when I lost it, like, yo, if phone found, like, please return to the front office. 
I'll give you some money for it. Like, People so they initially wild. took that sign down, threw it on the step, and then literally <laughs> within like a matter of like five minutes of like me and Julia walking out to see where to put a new sign up, the phone was like by the door and it was just like cracked up. Come like, on. It literally was like somebody took like a hammer to it. So that happened. And then when I came back, because we went away for like a little like mini getaway for Valentine's Day. When I came back that Sunday is when I found out about my cousin. Oh, yeah. And then it was just a whole bunch of other stuff. And then yesterday was my mom's birthday. That so, sucks. yeah, That's, it's been that a. That is a really bad. Like, <laughs> just stuff on top of stuff. Yeah. And it's COVID still. So yeah, like I was about to say, then we had the COVID scare because they had. Oh. I remember because we, we were supposed to record. Yeah. And then. That's whenever he apparently had tested positive for him having it. And I went to see him because I had just found out about everything else. So then I got tested and then luckily everything came back negative for my results and all of that. But that was even just a hassle because then it was like my grandmother had to go get tested. So then that was in the back of my mind. Yeah. And like other family members that were around him that were elderly and stuff like that. So That's a lot of stress at one time. Yeah. And... His luckily he had a, he had his big surgery and it went successful and he's recovering now. Mm, so that's good. Yeah, it literally was just like up until then wow. everything was just like crazy. So that's what's been going on for a while. We haven't put an episode out. We did record before and then we were trying to figure out stuff with the logo and then it's I was just... out here whispering. <laughs> 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 and then I was putting stuff out. Angela wasn't saying nothing, so I was feeling like that one group member that's trying to get the band back together. <laughs> but we're here. But we are here. It's about to be Liddy. Yes, for sure. <laughs> so this situation um, will be different, at least from my end, from the Limited Minds podcast in the sense that this is a separate platform in itself um mm -hmm. that you'll hear me and angela on we may have guests at different points in time down the line if that's something that we do look to get into doing i've had a lot of people ask me about like when the limited miles was coming back mm -hmm. and i remember like i put a solo pod episode out like at the, at the end, end of last year at the end of last year yeah. just kind of explaining everything still shout out to the old squad um that was definitely a i don't want to say a trial and error because i don't look at it like an error but it was trying to figure it out yeah finding your foot yeah and that can be hard to do i feel like when you have other people with you along the journey yeah because at different times it can change of what your intent is after some time yeah you know what i mean like yeah when we all initially sat down and was doing it at first, it was like, all right, we knew what we wanted out of it. But then, of course, like life happens, stuff changes, different circumstances for different people, X, Y, and Z. And I just kind of hit a point where I was like, all right, I don't want it to stress friendships to be affected because of a podcast. Yeah. It's so, not that serious. <laughs> yeah. So it's like one has to just get put on hold for a good bit. Yeah. Then let's put the pod on hold and yeah. let everybody figure out what they need to do with everything. So, um, you know, I still speak to me and Celia. I actually was with CJ 
two days ago, I believe. Shout out to CJ. Yeah, shout out to the homie. Um, me and Mac actually spoke recently too. So, yeah, I just you know. Yeah, sometimes I, if you need a, that break in between. Yeah, I, I think that's kind of. I think uh, at least from my end, it's like I'm a very hands-on person with stuff that I'm into. You go through learning phases of not everybody is going to move the way you move for something. Yeah. And it's not that that's a bad thing. It's just you realizing like, all right, well, maybe I just want different out of it than what they want out of yeah. it. You know what I mean? And I just was like, I know what I want to do overall with podcasting. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I just want to take that step. And I don't want nobody to feel pressure to do it just because like, oh, my friend's asking me to do it or yeah. anything like that. So um, it's not to rule out that they won't ever appear on episodes or that we won't ever do another episode with that um, band of people again. Mm-hmm. Um, but for now, this will be the podcast of podcasts. Hey. So I think um, along the lines of like what you were just talking about, I recently had a conversation with one of my friends from college similar um I think in high school we never really learned how to like have those kind of conversations mm, you know because yeah. we we're like young and we're just like if you fall out with somebody you're just like whatever like you don't really try to figure out what happened yeah yeah <laughs> um but I feel like as an adult it's good to have those kind of like check-ins because sometimes you really just aren't on the same page for it sure like a lot of arguments or like falling outs could be resolved if you just talk about it instead mm-hmm. of just like assuming. Yeah, so, absolutely. And I think it. sometimes mm-hmm. there's also just like sometimes you just need distance from yeah. <laughs> certain things. Like seasons are good. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you need that distance. Like yeah. in a moment of being completely transparent, like me and Casey haven't spoken in like three months. Oh no. But it's not any hard feelings. Yeah, it's no like negativity towards her or nothing like that. It's just like sometimes you just need to get you good, and yeah. I need to get me good, and when we back to being good, we'll be good. then we'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> I totally get that. You know what I mean? I think the last time we spoke, I was I want to say it was like around like New Year's Eve, mm-hmm. and um. You know, she had something close with her happen take place. So, it'll, if anything, I just feel like it's just more so like sometimes people just need space to just refresh, mm-hmm. operate with what they got going on in their everyday life outside of other people and situations. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, sure. yeah, it ain't nothing bad or nothing like that. I want this to be, in a sense, uh, a transparent place of realism. And I wouldn't feel right being transparent about every other thing that we might discuss if I'm not going to be (laughs) transparent about this. You know what I mean? Because I wouldn't, even just saying everything just now with like, oh, I still spoke to C and I talked to Mac and I could hear somebody listening like, yo, you ain't say (laughs) nothing about KC, fam. (laughs) You just going to glaze over that. You know what I mean? It's like sometimes you want to respect people's anonymity about whatever's going on yeah. you know what i mean and it's not for a public platform to always air out stuff you know yeah. what i mean but you do want to at least 
just touch on it because it literally has been months since we all recorded together. Yeah. You know what I mean? And months since we've all even just been in the same scenario being around each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? So to go from getting a pod once a week to then finding <laughs> out there's a new pod coming, then it's just crickets. It's like you got people refreshing their app yeah. like uh, <laughs> getting messages once a week. Looking like at what's, your page yeah, like, uh, like what's, <laughs> I ain't getting no notification, man. You still recording? Like <laughs> and then you like, yeah, it's just different stuff going on and everybody has different things in their life that I feel like they deal with and I think that at least for me I feel like that's somewhat of my trial and error with learning how to adapt to people mm-hmm. is realizing that everybody's battle that they go through to them may be serious yeah and that's always been my hard thing because I'm like yo I didn't been shot my mom had passed away I didn't had numerous bad real life situations happen yeah so when it's not as extreme as those for other things, I don't give it the same credence. Yeah. Whereas other people could feel like, yo, what I'm going through is just as bad as, you know what I mean? And I have to learn like that boundary with me to know like when to say like, all right, cool. And then when I'm not in the mood to really hear it, just to still shut the fuck up. (laughs) Cause I know I can come off mad blunt and be like, yo fam, that's nothing compared to some real life shit. And even the shit that I've been through is nothing compared to some other real life shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's like threshold everybody's threshold is different. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I didn't sit here and said I had a tough month and somebody else could be like, yo, fam, I've lost seven family members in a week. Like yeah. I don't care about your tough. You know what I mean? So it's like that learning that of different people, I feel like is at least one of the things that I'm trying to learn more so this year, especially after the pandemic, because I ain't gonna hold you. Like last year, it was annoying for me hearing the people talk about mental health. I hate mental health. I hate it. As a topic. I hate it as a topic. I hate that it's become a thing. Like I hate that I hate that we are now giving words to scenarios mm-hmm. that always existed, but we're just trying to reclaim it as this. That's like before it was like, oh, you were just struggling and getting through it, but now it's like, oh, I have mental health issues. No, yeah. motherfucker, you had a struggle like everybody else had a struggle. <laughs> like, I think that there's a balance, but I think that in America, at least, once something starts to take off, then there's like a monetization of it that makes it a yeah, reoccurring topic. Like, for sure, mental wellness is important. But I do think that some platforms and like companies and things like that have an agenda where they're just trying to make money. Yeah. So it's like over, I don't know the word. Over exaggerated. Yeah, like, like it's over exaggerated and they just pull it into everything. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's what it, because I feel like we are in a time where I feel like we kind of use it as a scapegoat. I can see that. Worse oh, I have anxiety or I have depression and you telling people means that they need to move differently based on your mental health illness Mm -hmm. rather than you acknowledging you have some shit that you're dealing with, but that you need to be the one to figure out how to get through it to not make other people adapt to you. Yeah. That it should be an equal adaptation on both ends. Mm -hmm. All right. Maybe I do need to learn how to speak to you differently, but I'm not also going to cater in how I talk 
just because you deal with anxiety differently than what I do. I can see that. You know what I mean? And I feel like yeah. we did a lot of that during the pandemic of like check on people's mental health. Why did it take a pandemic for us to do that? <laughs> because like, everybody's locked in the house, <laughs> except for Atlanta. And that's the thing. Like all of you non-social binary motherfuckers, y'all was all craving loving being in the house before the pandemic. <laughs> now all of a sudden that you really don't have nobody to talk to now, it's, oh, my anxiety and my depression is just bad because, you know, it's just a crazy time for everybody. You should be enjoying this more than anybody because now people ain't outside Everybody has a chance to just be at home. And you enjoyed being at home before all this. You didn't like going out. You didn't like being around people. You should be happy. So I don't know why there weren't more happy people during a shutdown when before a shutdown, you had already shut off the rest of the world. I think it's, well, I've heard a lot of people say that it's because they have to. You know, like when your mom or dad tells you like, Hey, or used to tell, like, when you're growing up, like, um, you have to do this. And you're like, I'm not about to do that. Mm -hmm. But then if they don't tell you, you don't want to do do it. it. Yeah, (laughs) I get that. Some people are like, I don't want to have to be in the house. I was cool being in the house when it was my choice. But now that I'm forced, I want to go to the club. (laughs) And see, for me, it's like, I feel like that's, I feel like our generation is at a point where, and I don't want to sound too loud and sound like I'm over talking you. You're fine. <laughs> I feel like we just lack. I feel like our generation truly lacks what the words focus, understanding, and discipline truly mean. I feel like we've just been running rampant on emotion and freedom and expression that it's like, yo, we're we're still the reason why shit is fucked up. Like, I seen something the other day that said the U.S. really shut down to not figure out how to approach a mm-hmm. pandemic only to reopen. And we still don't know. That's what's true. Going. And other countries have shut down. They back open. No cases like we don't know discipline the way other countries do No, that's because true. they deal on the totality of the country. Mm-hmm. We're state to state. So one state may shut down. We just seen John with Texas and reopening, not taking the mask mandate. Then they had an old lady that was at the, she tried to go to the bank down there and wound up getting arrested because she didn't have a mask. <laughs> like, we don't know discipline. We don't know, understand, like, because everybody just wants to be in what's a focus of me, me, me. Yeah, it's very selfish. It's a very selfish thing. So it's like, if anything, the shutdown should have impacted people to just give more focus and understanding to society as a whole and what's needed now. I think for some people it did, but unfortunately, I think that there's too much politics in that, too. Like, everything became so political to where people are just so stubborn to that. Like, I'm not about to agree that I should meet this person in the middle because I don't want people to think that I'm, like, a Democrat or a Republican. Yeah. Like, it's really stupid. (laughs) Like, just act like everybody else is in your family and you don't want to just be inconsiderate of people's health it doesn't have to be anything other than that (laughs) it's crazy because i feel like i had binge watched this show called vikings was it good yo i fucked with that joint hard my brother told me to watch it like a year ago and i still haven't but that's i ain't gonna hold you like (laughs) the only part of me that didn't i didn't like how the joint ended Mm -hmm. like 
and I didn't like that they didn't show the raw like nudity and shit like the way that like Spartacus and or stuff Game did. Yeah, <laughs> only because I, from my understanding, that show originated on the History Channel, oh, which was so that's why. Yeah, so that was the only thing. Not to almost, not on some like perverted shit of like oh just trying to see naked females or nothing, but like some of the scenes would cut out based on. The dialogue because you knew that they couldn't air it on tv oh. whereas like they may air that dialogue in like something on like hbo or showtime yeah. or something like that you get spoiled with uh, yeah showtime. yeah they just air it all out <laughs> yeah <laughs> them niggas be having full-fledged arguments middle sex and shit like you can see the poor yeah you be, everything <laughs> are you going to kill him or not must we talk about that now like they be really it i'm like oh shit like that's wild but it's crazy because like in the show it literally shows how the communication barriers between countrymen and stuff was so fucked up compared to what it is now Mm -hmm. that i feel like we've adopted that just with politics religion and sexual orientation Mm -hmm. like they literally in the show would go to war over what god you believed in different than what my god was Whereas now, majority, for the most part, a good bit of society, younger generation, of course, is more accepting of like, well, you could believe different, but it don't mean that we got a beef. But right. then it's like for other topics, it still reminded me of how it was back then. Like, so extreme. Yeah, you yeah. either on my side or we or we beefing. Which is so stupid. Yeah, and it was crazy to see how die hard they were about religious belief back then yeah to the point that i remember me and my like little sister were talking one day and i was telling her like i've after especially after coming back from london a couple years ago i've gained so much more respect for the islamic faith Mm -hmm. and believers of other faiths that aren't christian based yeah because i feel like they truly will die on their hill of what they believe Mm-hmm. And I feel like because we question Christianity and religion so much, especially even the younger generation, because it seems like it's a restriction on growth, freedom and expression that I feel like when people say that they believe something, it's like, yeah, but do you really yeah. like would you really die for that belief? No, that's real. You know what I mean? I think like about that all the time, actually. <laughs> and it's like crazy to me because it's like we label these people as like terrorists and x y and z but it's like they're more solid and they're more solid and they're like they're willing to die for what they believe in or even just like truly give up yeah and monks and like (laughs) like being i don't know for sure but i'm pretty sure they have like a pretty strict diet they're not yeah can't eat certain yeah they can't I don't know, probably like be on their phone and stuff like that. Like right. Just things that we just do and we're like, I could not do this. At all. But it's really not that big of a deal. Yeah. And it's weird because like watching the show, like where I'm at now in my life, I'm re-questioning everything. And I know it comes from me being a man. Yeah. Because. Y'all be doing that. <laughs> I mean it's kind of similar to what we said before like yeah. men operate on legacy I feel like women operate more on security yeah for you to have legacy require requires risk and requires uncertainty 
and requires you to then question like yo what have i been doing all of this time yeah what what fulfillment am i going to get out of being happy and what does happy even truly mean to somebody like me deep down mm-hmm. is happiness a journey is it a destination is it a goal is it a feeling like what does it look like for me yeah and where does it come from where is the source of it going to originate and having those types of questions with not always having those examples of older men to go to that compare to what you thought it was i'm now understanding like i'm on the cusp of like OG territory for some people that are still even my senior. Yeah. That look at me like, yo, you kind of got it figured out. Because they didn't figure it out yet. Because they didn't figure it out yet. And I'm looking like, what? I don't know <laughs> nothing, bro. Like, you're supposed to be telling you me. supposed to be getting me here. <laughs> and I'm lost out here. And it's even certain conversations that I'm realizing, like, I can't even have with certain friends, family members, elders, X, Y, and Z because. Your moral compass and your belief system is so different than mine. Yeah. That you you will die on your hill of this belief where I have a question, not out of questioning you as a person, but questioning wh- where where's the substance that yeah. you are dying on this like hill. So, yeah, like, why is it that for you? Yeah. And I feel like that to me is like the journey I feel like most. I don't even want to just say men, but most people have at some point in life closer to 30. Yeah, I could definitely think it's around the 30s. <laughs> and I, to me, I kind of equate it to like, I feel like that's where they say like men's prime is in 30. Because I feel like that's when you start to kind of have some understanding of your placement in existence. Yeah. I feel like your early 20s, at least for me, like I knew I was a head of the curve in a sense because I hung out with older people mm-hmm. and my conversation was different and yeah. how I viewed things was different. Yeah. So it was an understanding of the world. Now it's more so an, an understanding of me and the inner me. Yeah. And that alone is a whole separate journey than just realizing like, oh, there are some dope people that don't look like you, that aren't the same skin complexion that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like me and CJ was having a conversation the other day of like, whites and blacks of stuff because i'm from a situation of being in an interracial relationship and i didn't felt like i didn't had times of white people supporting me 10 times harder than black people yeah i didn't have conversations with family members where they're like yo don't forget where you come from and i'm like bro before i'm a black man i'm me right (laughs) there's a thousand other niggas that look like me yet i'm still remembered when i walk in a room Mm-hmm. And that don't have nothing to do with my skin tone. That don't have nothing to do with how long my hair is. That has to do with me. Yeah. People remembering me yeah. for who I am. And it's understanding of like, yo, I don't fit where I'm at. And the the navigation of getting where I do, where I'm supposed to fit in, mm-hmm. I feel like for most men is the hard part. Yeah. Because you're trying to balance the, well, if I do this, how is it going to affect my loved ones, how's it going to affect the people around me, my relationships, my yeah. job, my focus. Because you're supposed to be like the foundation of the Yeah, you're supposed to have it together. You're supposed stuff. to have it together. So when, as men, when we don't feel like we have it together, it does make you then wonder like, well, when am I going to have it together? Yeah. And what does having it together really look like? What sacrifice will I truly have to make? Is it going to be a, hu- a humane sacrifice of... 
yo, he's a fucking dickhead to be around, but <laughs> but he's until smart. He gets to yeah, he until to be. yeah, like you know what I'm saying? Like we even had the <laughs> We even had the conversation the last time with me not wanting children. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like that's been a, a conversation that I've had more so recently. Like, yo, you really don't nah, I really don't want none. To the point, like, I'm willing to do whatever I need to do to not have, to a, not kid. have a kid. Like, yeah. I'm open to getting a vasectomy. Yeah. I told that to a friend. They, yo, what? Like, yeah. I'm willing to die on that hill. It's so interesting how many men, and I obviously don't know how that experience goes, but so many men just hear the beginning of that word are like, absolutely not. I will never. Right. And to me, it's the but craziest. It's about, like, and some of them don't want to have kids either. So yeah. Like, Why would you want wow, to? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> to me, it's so weird because it's like, there's so much miscommunication and misconceptualization about things that I feel could just make shit an easier transition yeah like me and my one homegirl we were talking recently and she was because she's a big like science person and Mm -hmm. evolution and stuff so the idea that i brought up was what if like teenage boys were to get that done in like say like ninth tenth grade or whatever Mm -hmm. to avoid like teen pregnancies and stuff more and her thing was like, well, I don't know how that would affect their body, like development and chemistry. And I'm like, mm. but y'all take pills for birth control, and that affects y'all's inner. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't. Me and my girl that had that concept. She's like, yo, I don't like it because it throws my body out of whack, my yeah. emotions, my my chemical balance. Like, yeah. And to me, y'all getting that same thing done for a hysterectomy or whatever is different because. From my understanding, scientifically, once y'all have it done, it ain't no reversal. Yeah, for the man, you can go back and, you know what I'm saying? So it's like that window period of, to me, I'll say 16, 17 to like 25, 26. Mm -hmm. I feel like that should be something more men like do or more fathers look to do for their son. Like, yo, let me help you avoid some of the hardships that you don't need to go through right now no i mean figure out when you do want kids figure out when you're a little stable then go ahead and get that taken care of then now look at the other side of it that's a really interesting point that you bring up too because i i know for a fact that most women would prefer for that like birth control i've never taken it because i've always been like leery of just like First, having all the chemicals in your body, and I've never met a woman that has said that they had a good experience with it. Like, usually, they have to try, like, a bunch of different ones to yeah. find what works. And I have just never been the type that wants to do that. Like, having all those chemicals stresses me out. Like, I feel like it's not safe. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, and I've met people who have had trouble getting pregnant, and they think it's because of birth control, just, like, messing with stuff. Mm. But I also feel like... That just is, and I would love to do more, like, research into the point that you bring up because I feel like um, putting women on birth control or putting girls on birth control is more so just, like, um, part of a larger issue of, like, trying to control women's reproduction and bodies and stuff. But it really would be much simpler to stop the people 
who are able to get women pregnant than like putting women on Yeah, pregnant. like because at that point to me, it's like the fact that our dream can be reversed at any point. Yeah. Then let me get it done. And then if I decide to change my mind after I'd graduated college or yeah. whatever and I'm stable, then now now I can. Yeah. But that should eliminate at least 95 to 97 percent of the worry that it were to have now yeah because then you still do have some people that fundamentally believe the only purpose of sex is to procreate but it's like those people will find a way yeah like (laughs) i'm like yo like it's it it doesn't need to be to me it's such a taboo thing for men to do it as i feel like it kind of is i think that that is purposeful though um because a lot of things I feel are marketed more to women because women are seen to be more emotional and just like like I was telling you earlier about like like the self help books and yeah, yeah yeah all of the people who give relationship advice like most things that are monetary are marketed towards women so For even sure. like um, birth control and all that stuff it's more likely that a, a woman would either be forced into doing that or just like go take it as opposed to a man because I don't, and I really don't know why that is. But. I feel like a part of it is based on the simple notion of women trying to secure their position hmm. because there are a lot of women that feel like if I'm not a mom, if I'm not a wife, then I've kind of not done much or I've, I haven't completed much in life without those titles for whatever reason. I think that's kind of like taught to us when we're like yeah like, like that's why I've never under, yeah I've never understood why like every self help or every like article five seven things to do to please a man and keep a man <laughs> like all of you jumps are written by women telling women what to do about a species that you've never been except for i mean i think it's weird in general for anybody to tell anybody to do like i don't think that there's a clear-cut like way that anybody can do anything yeah so and that's always my... always weird for me if, if, even if it's written by a man it's like nothing works for the mass majority at all <laughs> and that's always been my thing even when it comes to like communication between like men and women as far as like for relationship stuff because a lot of it at least in our society in today and generation is more so women telling men what they need to what y'all need from us Mm -hmm. instead of it being a all right well this is what we kind of also need from y'all i mean we want that but y'all don't see and that's right that's where we disagree because i feel like women say that they want that (laughs) but i don't feel like their actions dictate them truly wanting that i think it depends on the situation we want it with like care and concern like but do you but do you (laughs) want it to be honest or do you want it to be comforting we want it to be honest and not like rude you can be honest without being blunt all the time not everybody wants honesty in like this is what you need to do now like but isn't that what y'all Tell us. Isn't that what y'all do, though? I mean, some of us. I don't know about everybody. <laughs> I feel like that's just where a lot of the breakdown 
and stuff happens at times because yeah. I feel like there's expectations that y'all have for why y'all say y'all want us to do stuff without realizing like we have our own expectation as well. And sometimes us not communicating is us communicating. Which is annoying. Nobody's trying to be a mind reader. <laughs> True, but it's also like I feel like so many times women focus on the dynamic of us and we mm-hmm. without realizing like every man has a good period of years in their life where the we can't be my focus and, and it all changes for every some men yeah. is younger some men is older some men is the middle of their life like i can't focus on the we yeah because and, in order for me to get to that point i need to figure me out true but a lot of men are also in relationships during that time frame <laughs> right like just don't be in a relationship if you don't want to focus on somebody else i mean you yeah but you then also can't say that because i feel like even the conversation that we kind of started out with this with even the whole thing of like kids and all of that it's like you'll have some people that will say well just don't be in a relationship but then on the same token you'll have a lot of women that say oh, well, if you're not married and stuff by a certain age, they'll negate it. So it's like sometimes you may even just force the relationship when he didn't already given signs that he's not where you're wanting to be, but you'd rather not. You see what I'm saying? So it's like even that argument for men is like, yo, but you you saw how I've been rocking. You, you know, I've been expressed this, whether I express it to you directly and what you communicate to other people yeah. is two different things, but you have seen me tell you straight, yo, nah, like I'm chilling right now or yo, I'm, I'm not, I'm not there yeah. or yo, I'm not this like me and, and it's not always the easiest conversation, but me and Julian had them conversations for years now. Like, yo, I don't want children. Yeah. If you truly, deep down, genuinely want to be a mother, it, we need to go ahead and go our own way. Mm, that's hard. Because you're going to wind up disappointed in the end. Yeah. That's One of us is going to grow to resent each other. Yeah. The more that you know my stance, but that you're still uncertain on yours. Yeah. Because if I have a hard stance on my line... And then you just negate my stance Mm -hmm. as much as some people may say like, well, that's messed up for a guy to do stuff or walk out. It's like, I'm not saying that anybody should be a deadbeat dad at all. But the older I get, the more I can understand why certain men do walk away from shit. Because it's like, yo, I'm not going to be no good to this situation. Mm -hmm. Or two, I'm not going to be no good to it because I didn't want it to begin with. So I'm not going to bring nothing but negativity. Like, I remember being a kid and my dad and I being around, like, I remember hating this man. Mm-hmm. When I finally was able to have a conversation with him, I want to say I was around, like, 13, 14. I had to be in, it was, four, I was 14, going on 15. I remember I was just, I wasn't messing up in school, but I was just getting, like, subpar grades. Like, I really wasn't taking school seriously. Coasting. Yeah. <laughs> like. Over. I knew that I had the potential to do better, but I didn't really care. Yeah. I'm like, it's whatever. Yeah. I finally sat down and have a, like my first real conversation with this man ever in my life. And I remember he was doing something counting. And the way that he was counting, I could tell that he had dropped out. Mm. And in that moment, all the 
animosity I had for him not being there quickly turned to gratitude for him not being there. Because mm-hmm. he, you felt like he didn't have what you You, you wouldn't have been able to offer me much mm-hmm. else than you not being here. Goodness. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, because your your view of life was so distorted. Like yeah. He dropped out of high school, sold drugs, got involved with some real shit yeah his mom's passed away he had no his dad wasn't there he literally just out here with no direction and now you're telling him to figure a direction out because he has a, a kid yeah. on the way and he don't even know none he's still a kid himself yeah. you know what i'm saying so it's like i had a point where i'm just like i can't even be mad at him for not being like you not being around was kind of the best option to mm-hmm. have yeah and even when you think about relationships from back in like the medieval times a lot of the men that were soldiers for their country or whatever they weren't around the younger the, the kids were yeah, they were out traveling out doing di- if you were a seaman you were building boats you were traveling mm-hmm. to diff- different destinations even nowadays even watching like successful families and stuff they hire nannies they hire people to take because yeah. the parents is typically running around doing a hundred other things so it's like a lot of times, most of the successful homes financially and monetarily, the parents, especially even at least the dad, ain't there day in, day out. Yeah. Sometimes they are out and about months, weeks at a time, traveling, sure. doing whatever. So that's always been kind of a norm for men when it comes to being in a family scenario. The mom was the one that was more so at home. Yeah. The dad was the, yo, your dad's out and about. You hit around 13, 12, 13. Yo, now you got to go out here and learn how to fend for yourself and become a man. Yeah. So it's like that dynamic was always kind of instilled until it changed based on location, racism, whatever, yeah. to where it's now frowned upon. Yeah. But that wasn't how it was viewed when it was being done back then yeah. by every man that ever existed. Like, I often wonder if that is how everybody wanted it, though. Like, it's hard to know. Like... If the women back then wanted to be the reverse, you know, oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm about to be out there building a boat. I'm yeah, not trying to be facts. Facts. Or if some men were like, I'm not really trying to be out here doing all this hustling either. I'd rather be at home cooking dinner. Yeah, I'd rather be chilling. <laughs> I'd rather be chilling. And I, I feel like that's, I feel like when society as a whole can get to the point where we can have those honest conversations about the inner workings of how we view relationships and what we desire for life. Yeah. Then I feel like things would be a little bit easier. And me personally, I feel like being a man, I feel like it makes it harder for some women to have those conversations with men because I feel like there would be a point of honesty that would need to happen with women that I don't feel like they want to actually always have in that moment. I think it's, like Weird sometimes though. it's okay to just say that you just want to be a mom that bad. Yeah. Regardless of whatever scenario, but then you do you go about doing it that way, hmm. but then the man is now the one that gets shitted on because he's not the example of how a man sh- a man should be in a relationship with somebody that you really didn't even desire the relationship, you just wanted a family. Yeah. So you was just out here moving reckless, doing whatever you was doing anyway on the basis of, well, men are allowed to do it too, and why should I be judged? Mm -hmm. Yo, but now you didn't put somebody else who now has to care for you in a way that they probably weren't expecting to have to do. Like, 
a lot of time, even nowadays with a lot of different like athletes and rappers and they be getting all these random chicks pregnant. <laughs> y'all be quick to shit on future about him Please, being a dad. Back to me. <laughs> y'all be quick That's to it. <laughs> y'all be quick to shit on him about the type of man he is and how he treats women without realizing he's still getting women. Oh, you're right. I mean the I Y'all be quick to sit here and oh Russell Wilson and Sierra. Yo, but Sierra was out here thoughting the same way Future was until <laughs> his little geek ass decided to put a ring on it. Like y'all wasn't running around calling them couple goals until you seen the outcome of them. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I'm people really don't never want to bring up. He was in, he was married before. He was, yeah, and got divorced before. Like sure sometimes did. it takes you getting through <laughs> yeah. some shit to finally get your shit together. And he might not have been the best husband to his previous wife, right? Which is why I don't really care what celebrities do. My issue with Future is just that he needs to stop having kids. It's clear that I'm not saying that he doesn't trying to get pregnant by and that, him, which that's is my also fault. a problem. That's what my but thing he is. He should also get a vasectomy. Like the women who have gotten pregnant by him past, I don't know what number Sierra is in the totem pole because <laughs> there's like eight thousand of them. Yeah, I think she's like fourth or some shit. But I, I think know. that for the most part, people know what to expect from him, and it's not like an active yeah. role. So like. I don't feel bad for anybody who gets pregnant by him now because, like, you should. You know, know yeah, what you to should expect. know what's up. But I do also think that he should stop having kids in general. True, but then I, <laughs> I think that there's also a thing that the same way of how I just spoke about there should be more women who admit that, yo, I don't want this dynamic. I just want a family. Yeah. There are some, there are a lot of men in the world that are like, yo, I'm okay with. Not being married in X, Y, and Z, but I do want my legacy to continue What's in the right? form of children. I get, but I'm like, how many do you need? Also, how many can he practically afford? Like, if he just keeps having kids forever and ends up with, like, 25, can you have, like, an, a good legacy for all those kids? Like, can you afford? I mean, we've seen <laughs> a lot of, all of them? we've seen a lot of people do it in modern time in the past 30 years that have 10, 12 kids and they don't make the same, close to the same amount he does. So it's like you, you theoretically can do it because to me, money isn't the source of connection into how to provide for people. I agree, but I for him it seems like that's more That's just what he knows to throw at the situation based on him being out and about in the world, kind of how it was for a lot of men back then. So it's like they still may adopt that type of viewpoint of shit. And there are clearly women who are like, I'm cool with it because I just want to be a mom. Yeah. So it's like let's just not always just shit on him for being this shitty man just because he's not to the expectation of the masses when clearly he can't get himself. He can't fuck himself to get himself pregnant. No, you're like, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I agree. I usually, I, I don't tend to agree with like the group think. I think that women should stay away from him if they don't want to get yeah, pregnant. Yeah, just and don't I fuck also you. Think that he should use condom <laughs> or get a vasectomy. Like two things. Could yeah, be. I de- I try not to live in like. If I was a single millionaire, I'd have been head of a vasectomy by now. <laughs> I'd have been busting hella blanks. Like, I, I don't care. Like, none of y'all are going to get me caught up. None of y'all. And I think... That kind of sounded fucked up, but... But I think that another issue that people have with Future isn't necessarily that, oh, you know what to expect. It's that he will be like, 
there's no way I could have gotten you pregnant. Like, sir, you know that you had sex with her raw. Like, just stop playing the games. Like, um, the shenanigans are too much. Like, true, but then, like, <gasps> but then even like from like he from his perspective, from from a I ain't gonna say from his perspective, from a man's perspective in that type of scenario, we didn't see the hella times where Jonathan came out and claimed she was pregnant or cheated on or something by a guy. But then we never hear the result result when it's not when it's not as publicized to be truthful. No, I feel that. You know what I mean? So for him it could be like yo fam, I didn't I really didn't fuck you. So I would agree if But you can't get pregnant from you giving me head, so how did you know what I'm saying? Like, how did this really happen? That's true, but he's like the Because it's almost like standout. Like every single person that has said is pregnant by him has been actually pregnant by him. It's not Oh, like see, I'm I'm not that hip to know. I know I know he's had times where he said nah, it ain't and it mine. It ended up being his. Oh, <laughs> see, I've never I've never I didn't know cuz there were sometimes where I would hear about it, but then I don't hear yeah. nothing else I from think, that situation. I so I'm like, maybe damn. There was one out of like 30 mm. that was alive, but like everybody else since then, he's been like it's not mine. Test it. And they've been like all right, and they get a DNA test, and then he's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it, it could also right it could track. also be his thing of like, yo, like you not, I'm not the only nigga that you was fucking. Maybe he also so he might could be he, on drugs again. Yeah, it could be. be high to it really could be on some like, yo, you didn't fuck. I know for a fact you didn't fuck at least three of my homies well, in the, the past three fertile. months, <laughs> and I'm the one. Like he could be on some like, nah, fam. <laughs> he <laughs> like, needs to lay off the sea moss. <laughs> yo, listen, he need to go ahead and get the procedure done. That's what I'm. Get the little snip. I don't think that I can see your point in that people shouldn't be so annoyed with him because he is who he is but at the same time he also should just yeah like (laughs) half of you females that be bashing him online y'all be quick to still send him news in his dm so it's like what are we i don't know that what are we like (laughs) that's and that that's my thing with it like all of the talks about men need to do better cheat in relationship shit it all be coming from people that you be doing some subliminally weird shit in your own right yeah. That it just may have not been brought to light yet, but who are you to sit here and be like, oh, somebody should act differently or needs to do better? Maybe that works for that situation. Yeah. Like, you don't know. You're not a part of it. Yeah. And if you are a part of it and it ain't really ain't working for you, leave. I it mean, ain't it ain't this complicated matter of, well, if you love somebody, you should like I'm a big person on I don't value love the way I value respect. Yeah, I value respect yeah. ten times more than I value love. Love is love is, is fickle. Down. It's yeah. emotion. It's emotion based. I'm not an emotional based person. Yeah, with understanding, I have a wide range of emotion. But I feel like if you genuinely respect me, away, you're not gonna do stuff to disrespect me. Right. Right. Whereas, just because you say you love me, you might be feeling mad at me that day mm-hmm. out of love and do some wild disrespectful shit. Yeah. But if you genuinely respect me, that ain't even finna be how you treat me because you're like, yo, I respect you too much to even have both of us tied in some toxic bullshit like that. Yeah. I may be feeling away, but I ain't going to disrespect you like yeah. that. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't have situations before, like, where we even talked about it on the one time of me saying I love you and you saying I love you still means two different things. It does. 
And until we get out of that shit mentally of just because I said it to you that I mean it the same way. No, I said it based on what my belief of it is. Yeah. You said it based on your belief. Now, when shit gets a little hairy, don't then be like, well, you said you love me. Love isn't this. How do you know what love is? Yeah. You only going off your perception. And there's eight trillion people in the fucking world. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Social so- media doesn't help either because... Um, I think that people in general, because of social media, don't understand like nuance and also that like people can do what they want. So to your point, half of Future's baby mamas might have said to him, like, I just want a kid and I know that you have five. So clearly you can give me one. Mm-hmm. He was he could have been like, Cool, right. I like you. Yeah. You pretty? We we'll make a good looking yeah. kid. I'll pay you cool. this much right. and I'm fine with it. Because I will say, all of them, for the most part, from what I've seen, are like friends. Seem to be cool. Yeah. <laughs> They're all cool with the situation. That's my, like, um, when so are we going to highlight the fact that yeah. this man can walk into a house full of five baby moms <laughs> and, they're all and they all chill? Having a play date with magic shirts. Fam, that nigga might be the goat. <laughs> he might be the goat, fam, to pull that off. Yeah. We didn't see niggas that had ex-wives that can't even be in the same room on Thanksgiving for the kids' sake. Exactly. This nigga got five baby moms, bro, and they all be chilling, all cool, copacetic, get along. He might be the goat, fam. Like he might, he might be the cheat code. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that I would do it that way. I wouldn't, because I don't want kids. So I could never do it that way. But like, even like seeing people that like remain friends with like exes and stuff like and you see some people that are like oh i couldn't do that i'm like why not yeah i never like why are we going to throw away all of the good development that came from that just because of some bad shit that happened like you still chose to be in that relationship for all of the bad that you claim that he did and cheating and x y and z or that she did like you still chose to be there for it so we're supposed to just throw away the the good that came from this yeah i can understand for the most part i don't understand not staying friends with somebody that you dated unless it's like an extreme situation like they're putting their hands on you yeah yeah, yeah. like that right right um but like i agree with you i i don't have anybody that i've dated in the past that i like dislike like if i saw them i'd be like hey yeah how you doing i ain't gonna hold you you i feel like majority of that shit does come like from women I feel like women be like, oh, you still cool with your ex? Like, you can't be friends with her. And it makes the man, like, like I don't want my girl be, yeah, I don't want my girl to be mad at me. You know what I mean? I want, I, I like her. Yeah. I feel like most men really don't care the way women think men care. I'm, I'm going to make a poll because I would be curious to know. I'm usually the outlier in these conversations because I'm really laid back across the board. Like, I don't care really at right. all. Right. Like, if my husband was talking to one of his exes just like to see how they're doing, I wouldn't really care because like unless you give me a reason to care, like I think that you're gonna do something, which in that case, that's a whole nother situation. Yeah. Like, if I don't trust you, then I, I don't trust you. Like Right. Then just yeah, and like, that's my thing. Just say you don't yeah. just say <laughs> you don't know how to trust a person. Right. Rather than putting it on them to be like, yeah. Well, if you cared about me, you wouldn't do something to yeah. jeopardize No. I've never don't. been the type that under like I just don't think that way. I'm like, if if I think you're gonna cheat, 
then that's a totally separate issue. That means right. that I think that you're a distrustworthy or an untrustworthy person. Partner, yeah. And we probably don't need to be together Correct. in general if I feel that way. Correct. It doesn't have anything to do with the other person. Yeah. It's don't you. put it on the <laughs> don't put it on the other person yeah. and oh she's attractive and oh you had sex with her before. So? Or oh y'all talked to like <laughs> if you're not together if I'm not yeah. If I'm laying next to you then what what's the issue yeah. with this? And if you are cheating then we don't need to be together unless I'm the type of person that is okay with you cheating on me. Yeah. Yeah. I, Maybe we got a weird dynamic where you're like, yo, as long as it don't get, just don't publicly disrespect me and have it all out. No, all right, cool. Some people. Maybe I got to pull a gun on my side chick. Like, yo, listen, I might have to, I might, I don't want to have to use this on you. You are done. But if my girl were to find out publicly, <laughs> this is what, this is what it's come to. I cannot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. This we might have to. Have, this is the NDA. More people should do that. Honestly. For sure. For sure. Like <laughs> or just have that conversation. I was listening to this podcast. Um, yo, pulling a gun on your side chick is nuts. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to this podcast called So Shameless. It's like one of my new favorite ones to listen to. But um, the girl on there was saying that like. She knows that she's not the type, and I don't know how I feel about this. Like, I don't think that I could give this much freedom, but she was saying that, like, she knows that she's not a super physical person, and like, sometimes she just isn't in the mood to have sex. So, she said that, like, if her, if she knew that she wasn't in the mood for like a long period of time, like months, yeah, she would just let her man go sleep with somebody oh what a queen but she was just like <laughs> shout out to that she guy. was just like how am i gonna sit up here and withhold something that i know you need and i genuinely have no intentions of doing it like yeah she was just like within reason obviously like you can't be out here being disrespectful but she was like if i'm not gonna do it somebody gotta do it yeah. it's not gonna be me. but like don't disrespect shout, me. Yo, shout out to her, man. I had never heard anybody say that, so I, I thought it was interesting. I <laughs> I fuck with that perspective because I've but, I've kind of had that same ideology of a perspective, mm-hmm. like as a whole of like, why do we put so much basis into monogamous relationships? Yeah, when we don't do it with any other type of relationship that we have as people. Yeah, like you don't. You don't go to only just one friend. You (laughs) only have just only one job ever. You didn't only go to just one school ever. Like you had a multitude of different personalities, environment, situations that molded you to view and value different people in different ways. I mean, I think it's because marriage is pushed so much. Honestly, like yeah, it's upheld as a sacred thing, but it's like yo, just them. So that's how we model relationships. Which but I don't, I don't, think I don't that's get for everybody, you know, like, like some people, and I think I don't know if we talked about this before, but um, Deval and Kadeen, do you know who they are? They're this um, married influencer couple or whatever, but they have a podcast, and he was asking her why women want monogamous relationships with men if they don't want to like be physical often or like do the things that they know that that particular man wants. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Why would you marry a man that you know wants to have sex like five times a week if you know that you only want it like one? Yeah. Or whatever. And then expect him not to cheat. Yeah. Which I thought was an interesting question. Like, but I think that more people. You're just going to leave me because though. I don't want to do that. I'm not leaving you because you don't want to do it. I'm leaving you, you because it. it's something that I want to do. 
Yeah. That is two different things. Yeah. You not wanting to do it isn't the reasoning why I'm leaving. Yeah. Me wanting it is why I'm leaving. Because I'd rather leave now with knowing it than to get deep into it and then be doing, then have you out here looking crazy because I'm hot. Well, you didn't want to do this five years ago. So you went out and did it with 5,000 other jumps this whole time. (laughs) Like you could have been left. You know what I mean? So I think so many times people like take those rash decisions as like, oh, you're going to regret it. Like, nah, maybe I just know this up front about me to know well enough. Yeah. If this really ain't something where I'm initially feeling this way, then cool. I'm just going to go ahead and maneuver on like, and let you figure it out. Yeah. However else you want to figure it out. But don't then get mad at me for something that I want because majority of the relationship at time from speaking to a lot of different men is based on what the female wants Mm -hmm. the female does call a lot of the shots for men so some men do be feeling like yo i'm not saying i agree with this so i'm gonna put it out there now i'm not saying (laughs) i agree some men do look as they're from men that i've spoken to whose Mm -hmm. names will remain anonymous (laughs) (laughs) some of them look at their cheating as validation for the simple fact that yo you got what you wanted from this and yet you still haven't given me what i wanted you wanted marriage, you wanted children, but I wanted to travel and I wanted to do X, Y, and Z, but all of my shit had to get put on a back burner for what you wanted. So yeah, I'm finna go to the bar tonight. I'm finna blow shorty back out in the bathroom. I'm gonna come home and I'm gonna go to sleep. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm gonna find my shit somewhere. I'm gonna find where my happiness and where my source of what I want comes from. For every man that's different. For some men, it's work. Yeah. And it's a matter of, yo, I'm gonna build this career. I'm gonna build this company from the ground up. Yo, I'm going to buy this car. Yo, I'm going to take this trip. I'm going to buy this watch. I'm going to buy these shoes. For some men, it is, yo, I'm going to fuck your friend. I just don't understand why those people can't connect with the future baby mamas of the world. Like, it yeah. seems like, and I don't know, maybe the breakdown is just there should communication, be a but like, I don't understand why the people that feel that way can't just get with somebody who wants a fluid relationship. Yeah. <laughs> it always seems like. The people who want to cheat end up with people who want to be monogamous and vice versa. And yeah. it's like, why can't y'all all the people or maybe, that want to be? Maybe you don't even know what you want. You've just been in a scenario yeah. where you haven't been exposed to anything different but what, but just this. That's true. You know what I mean? So it's like, you might not even know that that could be an option for you. Yeah. Until you've been in a situation and you're like, damn, like this keeps happening. You can like, actually talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be my question to like all the women that always be like, well, the guy cheated on me. All right, but what did you do for him to cheat? Hmm. I feel like it boils down to communication. I've been hearing a lot my, more. And they'll like, always respond with like, are you justifying his cheating? Don't don't put this on me. I'm not the one that cheated on you, sis. <laughs> but he didn't just wake up out of nowhere on the Thursday he cheated on you. And that was the only day that he's ever thought about it. Yeah. There was a thought beforehand or there was something that took place where he was like, yo, you know what? Fuck it. What was it? Because yeah. if it's two people in a relationship, then there's two there's two sides to the outcome. Mm-hmm. So maybe you looking at it like, yo, I'm working, I'm cooking, I'm holding it down at home. And he's like, yo, but you doing shit that you think I need. And I've never asked for none of that shit that you offer. I had a conversation like that recently. I feel like everybody in a relationship just needs like a third party every once in a while, maybe like quarterly to like 
connect the dots. Yeah. Sometimes you really make are it make just sense. Talking yeah. and like the other person is like, okay, I hear you, but like, yeah, that's not what I want to. That's not what I'm talking about right now. Right, right. <laughs> and I think maybe like starting out, it would be so dope if people could just have like a. You know how, like, when you go on a job interview, there's, like, always two people there? Like, I feel like when you start dating somebody, you just need, like, a, a third party. Yeah. Like, are you guys on the same page? Yeah. All right, good. Because a lot and of And I feel like it should be someone that. that's, like, older. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it should be someone that's older and and be someone that both people can somewhat relate to yeah maybe you're not doing what i want to do career-wise but maybe you know people who have done what i'm trying to do yeah so you can understand like yo he's not out here messing around on you when he's coming home late at night he's really in the midst of grinding yeah and you're gonna fuck it up because of your insecurity of thinking something else based on previous relationships or previous whatever yeah you're really gonna fuck this up and you have something good here yeah like i remember i seen a this tweet years ago and it always resonated with me and it was a female tweeted it i don't remember her name and she said when your niggas in grind mode you have to learn when to be patient Mm -hmm. and i remember seeing that like yo she gets it (laughs) yeah but she probably was with somebody that communicated that you know yeah I mean? or like, trial and error yeah like, whatever yeah got her to getting it she yeah. got it like look i'm not ignoring you yeah but when i'm i'm in grandma right now i'm focused I'm and not, i yeah. i can't be distracted <laughs> i can't like and i think i think i resonated with it so much because any type of great man that i feel like that exists depending on what however whatever your standard of greatness is mm-hmm. Some people look at Jay-Z as the greatest rapper and they're like, yo, I, yo, hoes the goat. Some mm-hmm. people look at Kobe, Jordan, LeBron, Tom Brady, who, whoever your version of a goat is of whatever. Yeah. Anytime you hear people talk about them, the word focus is all, yo, they're a man of focus. Mm-hmm. They're a man of dedication. Yeah. For men that understand what that means. For to have a partner that realizes, yo, you got to be patient when he's in grind mode. Mm-hmm. That's what that is for him. Like, yo, you're my piece of knowing. He in the midst of getting some shit. Yeah, I'm gonna let him figure it out. Honestly, most of those people that you named were with the same person from like a younger age too, though. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's harder to jump in on somebody like that when they're like in the middle of their ascent because you're like, yeah. Hey, like yeah 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 eat dinner with you yeah for sure (laughs) you never cut like but like kobe and well jay-z kind of but like people like that have been like kobe was with his wife from what like 18 19 yeah she met him when he was like all right this is my goal and this is what i'm going towards or whatever and she just had time to like adjust through the different changes i guess yeah be even but, one of his like one of his realest critics like yeah. there are times where i remember he was having interviews like yo mid game he'll walk over you know what i'm saying <laughs> see them saying courtside and she'll be like oh you missed two free throws right. last quarter <laughs> what's that about <laughs> fam i got 45 points right now 
What do you? What do you? What do you mean? Enough. You know what I mean? Like, you told me three weeks yeah, ago that yeah. you did. Yo, but you it. should at forty-seven right now. <laughs> All right, you got it. Yeah, you know I mean, Some but that was probably her. Like, well, you didn't come to bed until yeah, four. You wanted yeah. Shoot free throws. Since you wanted me shooting free throws, now you're out here missing. <laughs> what was up? What's up? <laughs> what was you doing up that late then? Because clearly it didn't. It didn't help none. You missed it last night because you were at the Missed gym. All- Fam, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't been slaving in the kitchen for two and a half hours. You talk about yo, just just ten more shots, and you out here missing in the game. Some of that was definitely. Some of that was definitely that. But she understood, like yo, he in grind mode. Yeah, like yeah, his version of himself matched her identity to her her role in his self. Yeah, and I think that's where a lot of the disconnect happens. Like I don't think there's there should ever be a thing of losing your identity in a relationship or tying your identity to a relationship. Yeah. But everybody has a role to play. For sure. And with your when you're matched with the right person, that will happen. I think if you aren't, then that's where the, like, Kobe, for example, with the wrong spouse could have been totally different. Like, for sure. She out here following him and putting a tracker on his car. Yeah. Like, where are you at? Like, not realizing, like, oh, he really is at the gym because mm-hmm. he has this goal. But, like, because he was matched with the right person. And I feel like it's less often that you see that. Like, yeah. couples that are truly supposed to be with each other. Because like, everybody's just running to the first thing that comes. Yeah. Yeah. Thinking, exactly. like, oh, this is supposed to be the one. How? You, you're forcing it because you want it so bad. Yeah. And you, you, you're not bringing anything to the table to match what it is you want. Or not saying Other than what just you what, actually want. Yeah. Like you just, I think that's a lot of the issue, too. Like, people might find somebody that they click with or, like, they're attracted to. And they're like, oh, well, they have some of the things. Like, you know, three or four of my list of ten or whatever. Yeah. It'll be fine. They'll right. grow into the yeah, other Yeah, we'll six. figure it out later. <laughs> and then that never happens. Never figure it out. <laughs> Never, never even wanted uh, to figure or it out. Or they never say the other things. Like to your point about kids, like I know some people will like be with somebody who they're just like they might know that the person feels that way, but they're like, well, they might change their mind. You know yeah. what I mean? And then I, like I hate those people for ten years, and then like they never change their. I mind. hate those people. <laughs> I hate them with a passion. Like I wish y'all would step on a nail every other oh month for people that think like that. Why are you? <laughs> You know what? I'm not even gonna get onto it for now because we're we're been on this one for a while, so we're just gonna get on it for the next one. You know what I mean? Because this this to me got the good basis. Ready to hop on the sofa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one got a good basis of like yo going bring people back for the next episode for sure. So to close out, I know before at least on my old one we would always try to give a tip. After a while, I was not good at giving tips. I was giving the same tips because a lot of you remain broke. So oh my gosh. I'm not going to be doing the same tips <laughs> as before. I will just give a end of pod suggestion is what I'm going to try to start calling these. Ooh. End of pod suggestion. Do share. So after every podcast episode we do, mm-hmm. I feel like we should suggest a whether an action a book a show i know we have our worthy watcher segment and we haven't 
we didn't discuss it on this one, so we'll definitely do it on the next one. Mm-hmm. Like for just the shows that we suggest to watch, but overall a suggestion for an action to take place. Yeah. Rather than like, oh, a tip of information, but it's like you may never actually apply it. No, I so I want to just start giving end of pod suggestions. So from the basis of what we were just discussing with relationships and stuff, one suggestion that I would give, something that I've even done myself, is write down if you're in a relationship or you're talking to somebody, maybe it's just a fuck buddy, but y'all are able to even just hang out as friends from time to time. Write down a an idea of a date that you know your partner would appreciate. Hmm. It don't got to be money based. It could be, you know, we'll have a we'll host. I'll host a game night because I know you said that you like doing stuff with friends. Instead of it always being a turn up, maybe we'll just do a little game night, mm-hmm. get some Monopoly, Scrabble or whatever. Or maybe it's a, yo, I'll give you a, a hour massage. Mm-hmm. You write down three ideas that your partner would like and have your partner do the same thing for you. Y'all put them in a hat, jumble it up. And once every three to four weeks, just Pick pull one of the ideas out the hat. That's a good that's You know what I mean? And then you decide who does what. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I mean, so that's my suggestion that's for. Cute. Yeah. So to get your relationships. Uh, I'm just. Spicy. I'm just trying to do what I can. <laughs> y'all clearly don't want my help about being broke because y'all remain broke this whole time. So I'm not even going <laughs> to talk to y'all about being broke as much anymore. Oh my gosh, I feel like you're gonna have to um, mute people because it's getting warmer out. You oh, for sure. I'm just, I'm, I might just delete Instagram, to be honest <laughs> with you. I might just delete Instagram. If you notice, I haven't even been posting on my story in like, haven't. I haven't done shit. <laughs> I have not done shit. Literally, I think the last time that I posted something, I was like out to eat or whatever. And I literally checked the number of views that I had and my shit had tripled from just me putting up a plate of food and wine from a quote that I put up <laughs> hours earlier than that. How did y'all bypass the quote and only seen this one? They trying to get some filet mignon and <laughs> Yeah, you know I mean, so yeah, that's my suggestion. Not a tip, but that's my end of the pod suggestion. Um, my suggestion is um to read more books. Um, if you don't like to actually read or you're like me and you have a lot of physical books already and you're trying to like save space you can download audible and i wish they were a sponsor but maybe one day we're gonna speak that speak that into Um, existence but audible is dope because you can just listen to books and if you don't like it you can return it and Mm. get another one so you really have like no excuse it's a subscription so it's i think it's like 14 dollars a month which sounds like a lot but if you're buying books those can be like more than 20 dollars so it really isn't that much um and a book that i'm gonna recommend is called the unapologetic guide to black mental health by rita walker it was really good I it tried was. to. Um, I enjoyed it. Even I feel like it definitely was written more so for black women oh, from a sure. perspective, <laughs> but I still enjoyed reading yeah. it as a whole. I even suggested it to um, some people after I read it. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying this year to balance out more like um, not self help, but like wellness yeah. type books. Um, Book I'm reading right now is called uh, The Third Circle Theory. Ooh. 
and it's basically it talks about the different levels of stages of life of like understanding hmm. your purpose. Oh, so that sounds interesting. I'm yeah, I've really, <laughs> I've really, really, really yes. enjoyed reading this book so far. So that that's it's my goal to my goal is to read at least one book a month yeah. this year. So which is feasible, be, especially because most people are still at home. Mm-hmm. Like if you don't have a commute. Right. All y'all be doing is scrolling <laughs> on Instagram, looking at people's just stories anyway. Y'all can just read 10 pages a day. It ain't going to hurt you. Play while you're in the shower. Yeah. Cook your dinner. Just just you do know? something other than scrolling. Check it up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm, I'm happy to close this one out. Yes. Enjoyed it. Hopefully, you guys did as well. Listen all the way to the end every time. You know what I mean? <laughs> Remember, she's not, she's not funny. She just grew up around brothers. So... <laughs> you know what I mean fellas stay woke out there cause they, they gunning for you you know what I mean she's not into you she just saw that you opened up your bank account oh with your phone oh my god <laughs> if she goes out with you more than three times with not a kiss or sex she's there for the food stop it <laughs> just be mindful out there fellas you know what I'm saying be mindful out there I'm weak yeah i mean so yeah shout out my man bones brigante we appreciate the views because this is the news you could use holla at y'all next pod bye and what the culture needs (laughs) this is what the culture needs (laughs) 